Hi. It's Sunday, so of course I'm like melancholy and thinking about lots of stuff because that's what seems to always happen on Sundays. <laughs> Likely because this is the day that I usually don't really do anything. Um, usually don't really leave my apartment, which granted isn't that like huge of a change, but I usually just kind of lay around in bed and watch things on YouTube and stuff and just relax. Um, my plan for the night is to watch Thor Ragnarok again. Um, I watched that for the first time in like a million years last week. Um, I think last Friday. And it was really fun to like watch that movie and love it just as much as I used to. Um, like I used to, when I had a TV and a DVD player and stuff, I used to always um, like get my, I would come home from work like as soon as I would, this part doesn't change, that as soon as I'm off from work, I like make myself dinner, um, even if it's only like 5 p.m. <laughs> I just, that's just when I think I should be eating dinner. Um, but either way, I would come home from work, make myself dinner pretty much right away, and then um, sit, like, on my couch and turn on, like, YouTube videos or one of my comfort movies to watch um, on my TV when I would, like, eat dinner and then, like whatever, play on my phone or whatever, and then turn them off, like, I never, the movies that I used to watch, like, I've watched them so many times that it didn't matter if I didn't, um, finish them, because I've seen them five million times, so I, sometimes I would just watch a little bit of it, and then stop, and then, like, start over the next, the next time, uh, but a lot of the, well, I'm not say a lot, but at least one of the comfort movies that I used to watch, I can't really watch anymore, um, which is The Winter Soldier. It makes me sad. I've thought about watching it again um, for the last, like, week or so since the, uh, you know, the Sam and Bucky show has now started. And Bucky's ending is not the end of Endgame anymore. He's getting, like, actual, like, he's being able to actually process everything that he went through and figure out a life for himself, um, instead of it just ending there, but I don't know. I'll see how I feel at the end of the, like, by the time the show ends. Like, I have this, um... I have this fear that the end is going to be upsetting again and it has nothing to do with the quality of the show or the writing or anything like that the writing in the first episode is already way better than um the last two movies he was in but it's just a an anxiety thing of I never thought that Endgame was gonna go how it did and that I never thought he would be treated as, like, 
an afterthought in Steve's life like that. Um, since that's not how he was treated in every other movie he was in with him. Um, so it was, yeah, it was just not at all what I ever would have expected. Like, I thought of, I, I'm me, so before I saw that movie, I went through, like, all these different scenarios of what I thought could happen, of, like, how they could be separated and not, and, and not be able to, like, retire together, um, which is what I wanted, and, like, I knew that likely there would be, like, whatever happened in the movie would be different from whatever scenario I imagined in my head, like, I, like, fan theories are fun, but I also know that they're not, you know, like, reality or anything like that, that whatever the movie comes up with is usually different from fan theories in a good way, um, it sucks when they're not, (laughs) and this was a situation where they, where it wasn't, but, it was just, like, a huge shock, um, and, like, a big slap in the face for fans of him and Steve, honestly, and it was never something that I ever would have expected, so going into this show, I feel like even if the show is really, really good, I'm still gonna worry that something's gonna happen as, like, the cliffhanger or the end of this show with him because of just what happened before um but yeah other than that my comfort movies were Thor Ragnarok Winter Soldier The Matrix and The Force Awakens and like I have The Matrix saved on my phone that I that I think somebody sent to me a couple years ago and I just haven't since then um I could get, I honestly don't know if I have The Force Awakens anymore, um, I bought it off of, wait, I bought it off of Amazon, so I should still have it there, I just haven't, um, I, that movie, I still, I fucking love that movie so much, it makes me so happy, and every single time I watch it, um, Ray and Finn are beautiful, um, but I just haven't felt like the need or anything like that to watch Star Wars in a long time, in like years. I haven't seen any of the Star Wars movies in years, like maybe since 2018. I saw the new one when in the theaters and really liked it, but other than that, that's it. Um, haven't seen any of the other new, any of the other movies or watched anything involving that world in a long time. So it's not ruined or anything. I still love it to death. I just don't want to watch it. Um, haven't really watched The Matrix. I don't know why. And, um, so it's like Winter Soldier, for now at least, is still kind of ruined. It's just hugely depressed it like negates the concept of a comfort movie if you watch the comfort movie and then when you get to the end you get like upset and really sad about thinking about how it started off so good and then the two characters end up going through all this stuff and never get and never get like that peace or that like quote-unquote like happy ending um yeah so can't watch winter soldier still 
but I am glad that I can watch Ragnarok and it was nice that I can watch that again and just enjoy it and just turn it off at the end and forget about the fact that the post credit scene is right before Loki dies <laughs> in the beginning of Infinity War so um yeah so but I'm glad that I have that at least so I want to rewatch that again um other than that uh I'm tired more tired than normal today I didn't sleep in this weekend I woke up at like 7 30 both days and last night I woke up a couple times or at least once during the night but I think I woke up more than that I'm not sure um but at least woke up a, a couple times and was kind of awake for a while before falling back asleep I tried to take a nap earlier, but me taking a nap is, like, it's very challenging. Um, but just sitting here with my eyes closed helps, I think, feel more relaxed or less tired when I open my eyes sometimes. Although, when I tried to do that for a half hour, I woke up and felt more tired than I did before. Um, yeah. And I think the whatever is, um, I think that I'm likely, my brain is likely trying to bring another repressed memory through, which is probably why I've been waking up more than I have in a long time when I've been sleeping, because I'm, you know, working through things in therapy, and dealing with it instead of not <laughs> or just have a therapist that I've that I, I really like my therapist she has helped a lot and it's only been a couple um a couple times I've seen her but I can tell that uh she just works well together and knows she, and does a good job so that's all I can ask for but whenever that stuff happens and you start like figuring things out then new things sometimes at least in my experience new things will come through and I think that's the reason why I'm waking up more lately because that's pretty much what that means um and when I had like really bad insomnia I usually could never remember what I was dreaming about I would just wake up and be like okay <laughs> and sometimes I would wake up and be a lot of times then I would wake up like scared like I would wake up and be like shaking or I would be like afraid to go back to sleep um because I thought that something somebody was trying to attack me or something like that that hasn't happened um and like the last couple weeks or so that I have been waking up more during the night or with just waking up during the night which I haven't done in a while um I don't wake up feeling scared or anything like that I'm just like waking up and I'm like oh I'm awake and I can tell the from um the fact that it's not like bright outside yet and 
like I'll wake up and my cat, um, Jordy, this my emotional support cat, will always be sleeping on the pillow next to me. Um, so I know that it's not, like, it's not like he's the cat that would wake me up in, like, the early morning time or anything like that. So I know it's not that, um, and so I know it's likely some, like, I have, was having a dream about something and woke up, but I just can't remember it. Like, I honestly feel like my life would probably be, like, 85% easier in the way that I wouldn't be wondering what's going on or, like, what's coming back if I could just remember even just, like, one dream a week. <laughs> but it's just, it's not gonna happen. I only re ever remember dreams if they, like, scare the absolute shit out of me and even then it's only, like, a couple like, it's like a couple seconds of it, and then it, the rest of it is just not there. Like, I'll wake up and have, like, this image, almost, in my head, and I'll remember that, but, um, that even gets, like, fuzzier as more time goes on, but it's, unless it's something, like, really scary that seems like it's a memory coming back, like a flashback, you know, um, other than that, then it's, and I just don't really remember it. Um, yeah. But that is, uh, it's hard to describe that feeling because I know that this happens, but it's also, like, what is this? Like, it's been, like, forever. It's been, like, three years since, um, all of this started, it was like three years ago, in the beginning of February, when I went back to therapy, so many, um, repressed or suppressed, however you want to put it, memories have come back in that time, and so I'm like, what could possibly be left, um, that I don't know about, like, I know there's a lot, it makes sense, why, because there are a ton of just, like, blankness <laughs> is the best word for it in my life that I just don't remember things um so I know that there's a lot that could come back but it's just like a but what is it and it's like this anxiety of I just want to know whatever it is like whatever it is is probably going to be challenging so whatever it is I just want it to be able to come through so that I can deal with it instead of um almost having like the apprehension of it beforehand I always say this though that that like the anticipatory anxiety for me is always worse than like whatever the actual event is like part of part of my whole like thing when I told when I told my mom and when I told my sister about um, my dad at first, that in, like, 2018, I, I told them in ways where I wouldn't have to, like, there wasn't a lot of waiting, because I knew I couldn't handle it, so, like, I just planned that that day, I would tell my mom, and I just called her and did it, and, um, and then, like, and then I just told myself that 
like my mom was was putting a lot of pressure on me to tell my sister so the day after she like made me feel like she was going to tell her if I didn't do it soon I just told her that like that day at work I just emailed her like for my own personal email but still when I was on my work computer so that I couldn't back out of it and uh, yeah I could say that was a mistake because I spent like that entire work day being super triggered and um and just dissociating a lot like a lot a lot because of how bad that reaction was and then just how traumatic honestly the whole thing was of telling her and knowing how upset she would be um but I also think it was probably best for me to just do it that way so I didn't have to sit there and worry about it and even like when I talked to my mom in person I was like I want to meet with you it was like a like a Wednesday and I was like a it was like a Tuesday or Wednesday and I was like I want to meet with you on Friday and yeah I try to do that so that I don't like spend all this time uh, thinking about it ruminating on it worrying about it nonstop. but I know that my brain will spit out whatever it's wanting to spit out when it's damn ready to but I just wish it would hurry up so I don't sit here and wonder what it's gonna be for much longer um there is something else I wanted to say oh just the it's almost it's getting to the end of March now and which means that days for my dad are coming up very soon um I hate April because April just has so many days with him and it's always really challenging to deal with for me um it's a difficult thing to kind of negotiate I suppose is the right word for it to try to figure out how I feel or and knowing that I'm alone in that feeling because my relationship with him is you know unique to us and it's also um different from anyone else that is still alive that remembers him and that I feel like the way that it it is for me is that I don't shy away from any of the actions that he did and I understand where those actions would have come from now after learning a lot about the cycle abuse and everything like that I can understand that I honestly look at him as more of like a three-dimensional person instead of just like a monster than I ever have before but it's really challenging because I know that well I don't talk to my mom anyway but even if I did we couldn't talk about this and like that's the whole reason why I don't talk to her because <sighs> we can't talk about this and it, I can't talk about this with my sister either. 
um, because she just isn't ready to really look at him in any real way. And I don't fault her for that. I'm not mad at her for that. I'm not upset with her about that. Everyone deals with what our childhood was like in different ways. This is her way of dealing with it. She doesn't want to. And that's her right. I'm not going to tell her she should do something different just because doing the opposite is what works for me. Um, but either way, like, I, we can't really, we can't talk about any of that. Um, it's just too much. So I don't. And I end up talking about it on here, I guess, with myself. And then eventually when I see my therapist, I'll leave my therapist. Because it is, a, like, it's a lot every year. Um, like, the 31st is when we found out he was going to die. The 2nd was when he did die of April. And the 14th is his birthday. So they're all, like, really close together. And every year I look at it differently. Just because I've, you know, I'm a different person. It seems like every year, like the last three years especially, that I change so much every year. That by the time I get to like April again, I'm like a completely different person working through the same issues again. Um, yeah, it's always challenging though. Because it doesn't exactly make any of the pain or um, just all of the pain any easier. Like, I am glad that I can see him in as, like, a real person instead of just, like, like a terrifying figure. Um, like I cannot, it's still really hard, though, to, the hardest part, I think, about going through something like this when you're a kid especially at least in my experience is that um who he was when he was like really scary to me and who he was when he was being nice or things were okay or when we got older and he had dementia, and he was more like a kid that we had to take care of. Um, they're like two different people. They're so different. Um, and it's wild to try to merge those two people into one being. It's like almost impossible. It's just like, how can the same person who raped me for all of those years be the same person who when he was in his 60s was like a child and needed and w had to talk to me on the f like had to talk to me on the phone every day in order to be able to go to sleep who would go to sleep at like 5pm every night like it's just like totally it's like 
like the whole Jekyll and Mr. Hyde idea, it's like that, but just completely different people. And it's like, how do you, how do I, how do I put those two people together? I don't know. That's like always the, the hardest thing every year on those days. As I spend those days usually just really, uh, really confused because I remember the two sides and I'm just like, how are you the same person? How did you do this, but also this? Like, I don't get it. Um, and I know that's like my black and white thinking that is very normal for trauma survivors to fall into black and white thinking because we want the world to make sense and hate it when it doesn't. Um, I try to like stop myself from getting too much into that, but with this, it makes more sense why I do. Like I want him to be good or bad, but that's like not how humans are. It's the same thing with my mom too, which is always super challenging because there are there are memories that I have with my mom that are positive memories but they're also mixed in with a lot of really painful ones and the thing with my mom that's different from my dad is like my dad was always just my dad like he was always just himself he could never hide who he was or what he was like or what he or anything like that he never like put up a front I guess is the best way to put it. Um, but, like, my mom, like, always has, like, a front. Um, I don't know if she even knows how to be, like, authentically herself anymore. Because at this point, there's so many things that she's been, like, telling herself are true or not true that have changed how she acts. That I don't know if that's even a possibility anymore, honestly. Um, but she, uh, but she always had, she always had the front. And so even like the times when I, that I remember that I feel are good, like happy memories, there's always like a mix that during those times, like she was just always manipulating in some way always like and that the hard thing for me especially is that all of those years when I was in her life she knew what happened and the way she reacted to things like I felt like she was almost watching me to try to make sure that I would somehow lead like a normal life and be happy um to almost try to make up for what she knew happened when I was younger and then of, and of course that's completely impossible like you can't do that but now I look back at things and it, it seems like that's what she was almost doing like she wanted me to get married when I would tell her I didn't want to get married, she would tell me that I would change my mind. Um, and she would tell me that I would change my mind about wanting to have kids too. 
and just it just seemed like she just wanted me to be normal and in a way of if I was normal if I was happy then you know everything that she put me through would have turned out okay but it you know it obviously didn't but it seems like that's what that was now because the entire time we had even had a good relationship there's always the backdrop on the fact that she knew what she knew that I was suffering that's like the thing that really always gets to me about both of them but the thing that's hardest with my mom is that she knew that I was suffering really badly all those years she could see it clearer than I could see myself and she knew that and was okay with it because if I was suffering alone I wasn't telling anyone else anything that could lead to her having to deal with her own part and everything and deal with consequences like as long as I was silent like things just kept going on as status quo but when I stopped being silent and was like you need to deal with this I'm not letting you get out of this anymore then like everything changed and yeah it just wasn't what it was but for all those years she was okay with things being like that and that's like the thing that's just everything with my parents are always connected <laughs> like that's why I just started talking about my mom instead of talking about my dad but they're so interconnected because so many of the things that one because things that one did affected what the other one did like they were so attached and I can't really like separate them in that way but that's really the thing with my mom is that all of those years for like 20 plus years like she knew like she was okay with me um struggling like I was and as long because as long as I was struggling and not getting any outside help then things could just continue on and she didn't have to deal with anything changing or any anything it was easier for her that's the thing that's the hardest it was easier for her for me to be the one going through all of that not even understanding what was really even going on and being in so much pain um, then to do the like the thing that seems like the only option for me which is instead of letting somebody go through that for your own sake to try to help them even if your relationship isn't as good because that's the thing with her especially is like it wasn't actually good because if our relationship our relationship being on good terms meant that 
I had to hide a lot of what I was feeling and had to hide all of that. It was never real. Um, it can't be. If that's like what, if the only way I can have a relationship with her is if I hide being raped by my dad all that time, then it's not real. It was never real. It was all just like an illusion. Um, but that's not easy to think about or to try to understand how that could even possibly be. Like, I just think of all the years, and especially when I got into my 20s, I think those are the years that I really think about. Like, in therapy last week, we taught, I, we were talking about how I wrote a, like, a letter to my 15-year-old self to try to help me, um, you know, get, gain empathy about myself to try to help myself, my, my feelings about myself and not be so hateful towards myself. And, um, I told her, like, everything that I wrote in there, it made a lot of sense. And I know, like, logically, I know that all of those years, those, like, 20 plus years, um, when I didn't say anything, I know logically, or, like, I just know myself that I know that I think I needed my dad to die in order to ever tell anyone about what had happened because it was just too scary for me to not tell, to tell that when he was still here, especially because the last five or six years he was alive, he was like a child and was in no way like the scary like figure that he was before. So it's like makes it even harder to come forward about the stuff he did before when he's like this innocent um like regressed like person and not at all like the person that uh did that to me so I know rationally that I needed him to die in order to like be able to even acknowledge that this really happened and just start going through it um, but it's hard for me to completely just let go of the idea that it needed to be like that. Like, especially me in my 20s. It's hard for me to think of my 20s and think that it had to be like that. Because, um, I was so, like, lost or just, yeah, I was just lost a lot of my 20s. Really lonely. Like, I was always there was, like, like, loneliness has always kind of been there, but, um, I was just kind of floating around to different things, because I didn't really know what I wanted to do, and, like, I just think of when I dropped out of college, and all that kind of time, when I was trying to figure out what I even wanted to do with my life, and had no idea, and was, like, struggling with taking care of myself and everything that, that, like, my mom never once said, like, maybe you should go to therapy. Maybe therapy would help you. Like, I always talked about therapy. I always wanted to go back, but for the majority of my 20s, which is why I didn't go back until I was 33, but, like, for the majority of that time, I didn't even have health insurance, so I couldn't afford to go back, but... I always wanted to, and it's just one of those things, like, 
she never even mentioned me going back to like asked if I wanted to go back so it's like like because I think she knew that if I did go back and I started actually working through things you know stuff would come back which is exactly what happened so she didn't actually want me to go but like I can't imagine watching somebody struggling like I was for all that time and to not be asking questions like that like you need more help you need a help from someone whose job it is to help figure this stuff out um but it just never it wouldn't occur to her because she had to hide that um that's just so infuriating that's like the stuff that I just have a really hard time letting go of, of the idea that things didn't have to go how it went like did I really need to spend 33 years being so just unhappy like every second of every day and just lost and confused and having no idea who I was or what I was doing or hiding who I was from most people because I was afraid of people laughing at me like there's still that part of me now but it was really bad before and it's just like I don't want to I don't like the idea that I had to go through that long of all that that there couldn't have been another path like there could have been but it just didn't happen that way but it's hard for me to let go of that I just wish that I could have that I could have gone back to therapy when I was in college and started this whole process like 10 years sooner instead of not instead of doing it you know 10 years later but yeah this is the stuff that I think about um especially when April's coming I sound like Game of Thrones but it's always just so hard every year I am glad that like I do have a I'm glad that I have a therapist this time because actually for whatever reason like this time of year for a long time I haven't had one like in 2018 I did but that was like in the very beginning of me going back to therapy I'd only been doing it for like two months um in 2019 I got my job at the end of April or at the end of February and didn't get and couldn't um and didn't get like health insurance again until like April 1st and didn't ha- get an appointment with a trauma therapist until like the end of that month so like went through all of April that year without any help from a therapist last year didn't have one <laughs> um so yeah it's been like two years since I've had one during this time so I'm really glad that I do to try to process all that with the help of someone instead of just trying to figure it out on my own because it is a really 
like lonely experience to try to work to try to work through how I feel about my dad and my mom and just the whole family dynamic and why it had to be the way that it was because it's I'm just doing it on I'm doing it completely on my own and I know that like like I said before I don't hold that against my sister at all um just because this is what I need to do doesn't mean that's what she needs to do but and I I knew that as soon as I like you know wouldn't back down from all of this with when I told my mom about everything that this I would be doing this stuff on my own um but it's still just it's hard like honestly to talk about the the winter soldier show or the falcon winter soldier show the part his therapist makes me really mad because she's not a good therapist she reminds me of the first therapist that i had that was really bad honestly um but one part in it that like when she's like telling him like almost like saying he's pathetic because he only has 10 people in his phone and the only person he called that week was her to like set up the appointment <laughs> like I have like like I used to have like all of these text message windows in my phone um open with like a bunch of people that would that would text to me and for the last like I don't know how long the last like six or seven months it's been I have one with my sister and I have one with the two people from Rogers that I still talk to that's where I went for therapy or for treatment we don't we go like sometimes we'll go like a week or like I mean like sometimes we'll go like weeks or like even like a month or so without saying anything but I still have a window with them and that's it <laughs> like I have more than like 10 contacts in my phone but it's because I can't figure out how to get the contacts that the Facebook app put on my phone even though I deleted that app um like a month or so ago for my phone it's like the like it still has all the contacts on there so most so there's only maybe probably like like three or four people on there that I would actually go through the whole thing of using my phone to call them because I hate phone calls so it's like uh Bucky's therapist I think he's doing pretty great <laughs> to have 10 people in his phone um, after going through everything he's gone through because um, yeah that's just kind of how it is I don't talk to that many people at all either <sighs> um, and part of this that's hard for me right now is that I talk to the friend at least one of the friends that I had a breakdown thing over and I and they reassured me that there was no hard feelings and 
but I could take all the time I needed to be away and they didn't see me how I was seeing myself. But like after we talked, uh, I was immediately like, well now what the fuck do I do? <laughs> because like she's the person that I talked to that's doing the like the right thing in my mind, which is like leaving it open for me to decide what I want to do. But then that's leaving it open for me to decide what I want to do and I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> that's the whole problem. Like I wanna I'm like like the idea of talking to those friends and having them in my life again. Ah God, animal. <laughs> but I don't know how I could do that. Um I I don't know how to figure that out, I guess. Um Yeah, I really don't know. Like, the thing that's hard with those friends is that one of them is, has been going through really hard stuff with PTSD and sexual trauma and stuff, too, and um, it's really hard to watch somebody go through the stuff that you went through, and I've learned that you can't, like, step in and help someone if they're not ready. Um, and you can't, and, like, when people are going through that, they just kind of need to sometimes, like, dump their anger or whatever on you so that they can, uh, move on from it. They don't, they don't want you to, like, fix it or or anything like that, but sitting back and, like, seeing somebody go through all the stuff that I went through is really hard. I don't think I can really handle it. I, f- I figured out that I it kind of tri- it basically triggered me watching her go through that and I feel horrible about that because she's going through a really hard time right now. Like her m- her stepmom just died like a week ago. Um that's really hard. And I've but I feel like I can't be around because because of my own stuff. That it would be too hard for me to watch her struggle. Because it just reminded me of me when I was struggling. And all of the, the feelings that I had then. And wanting to help someone that I care about going through similar things. And not wanting to not wanting them to struggle as much as I did with it, but knowing there's no, there's nothing that I can do to help her. Like, she has to kind of go down her own path on her own, but that's really hard to watch when you've been through it before and know how horrible that is. So, like, I come back and then I leave and come back and then I leave and and I don't know how to better handle that in a way that won't lead to me leaving again because I um, get overwhelmed by watching her go through what I did and I just feel like a shitty like the shittiest friend in the world 
for not being able to put my own trauma and triggers and stuff aside to help someone that really needs it like like her stepmom has been a part of her life for like over 20 years and has been like the mom figure in her life since she was pretty young and um and I wish that I could be there to do whatever she needed me to do but I know that I can't and I feel like a horrible person for not being able to get over my own bullshit long enough to help someone that helped me a lot when I was having a really hard time like there's no good answer to that like, I feel like without this issue, I would have just... Because I don't want to be like, hey, add me to our group chat again just for the same thing to happen all over again. I can't do that again. And I don't want to be stuck in a situation where I feel... Where it, like, sends me... Because being triggered, like, actually being triggered is a horrible experience. I don't want to experience that if I don't have to if I can um so it's like I don't want to go back into their lives and then do the same thing again but I don't know what else I can do so I'm just sitting here (laughs) um I don't have therapy this week until Thursday which sucks I like having therapy the same day every day because of the whole, like, getting it in a routine and a pattern is something that I really like. Um, so I like having therapy the same, like, even if it's not the same exact time, having it the same day. I just like that. Um, so I have to wait until Thursday this week to talk to my therapist about what I should do or how to figure out how to handle that situation without hurting anyone because the last thing I would ever want was this person that I'm talking about to feel bad because they shouldn't they're going through it they need the love and support more than I need the love and support right now like they need it they need it more than anything because that Support keeps you going when you're in that place. I'm not in that place anymore. Which is part of the reason I think I took myself out of it. Because I was just like, I'm scared. I don't want to, like, overreact or do something horrible. I don't want them to hate me if they don't hate me already. So I'm just going to leave so I don't do that. Um they're not doing anything wrong at all and I know they are the priority in my mind they are the priority like they're going through this really hard time they deserve to have whoever they need around them and not have to worry about if how they're reacting to things is triggering other people because when you're going through like when grief is like that intense when it's just happened um 
you know, you give people a pass to kind of do whatever they need to do. They can, like, once they've been able to get kind of processed through some of it and get a handle on things easier. Um, you know, but in the beginning time. So that's why I feel like I don't know what to do. This is one of those times where I'm sad that I don't know what to do. And I just wish that I had other people in my life that I could go to with questions like this. But I don't know who to ask. 